Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We'll be taking you till 1 o'clock. Here in the Arctic Air Studios, we'll change morning into afternoon with you fine people listening in on San Angelo's ESPN 960 and here in the Hubaplex. Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. A lot of stuff to get to here on a big Monday. It is Big Monday in West Texas. It's Tech Basketball back in action after their, wait for it, their win. That's right, their win in Baton Rouge against LSU on Saturday. We'll look back on that. We'll look at Iowa State coming in tonight. Got a lot of things to get to. You could already be texting in 806-855-3712. What do you believe to be true this week? You got to start the week believing in something. What do you believe this week? Can't run around willy-nilly. Nobody wants to run around willy-nilly not believing in something. Every Monday we hand out the coveted Raiderland helmet stickers. These are sports, non-sports, anyone who deserves a little recognition in your world. Uh, and, of course, we've got the NFL to recap We've got the uh, we got the Andy Reid Bowl with Kansas City and Philadelphia now after the uh, Eagles uh, pummel a, a, an offensively hapless 49ers team due to injuries, and then Kansas City and Cincinnati put on a, a fine show last night. Mahomes gets another chance for ring number two. We'll find out all your thoughts on everything you saw there. And the Cowboys are making moves and news. Kellen Moore is gone, and Kellen Moore, I think, uh, has already found uh, – Suitable employment, it sure uh, it sounded like uh, from what I was looking at just a few minutes ago there on the Twitter machine. So get in on the text line, 806-855-3712. If you're listening on the app, that's wonderful. Download the notifications portion. Turn that on. Uh, if you don't have the app, get it where you get your apps or go to kkm.com. Download it for Talk 103.9 FM. You'll never miss anything. And when news breaks, we will absolutely fix it. At Talk 103.9 for the station on Twitter. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media. The show never ends on Twitter. We come back with the daily broadcast around 6.30ish in the evening. Recap the day with you. We'll probably do that today since it's a late start for Tech on the 8 o'clock tip-off. So if you miss anything, you can uh, see everything we do at theraiderland.com. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter. Pulses the people. King of hat of the day. Uh, appropriate enough, the uh, Texas Tech hockey cap uh, today. He's one-third of the Gambling Gauchos. He is the host of the Rob Bro Show. You hear Monday through Friday right here on Talk 103.9 FM from 1 to 2. Happy Monday to you. Getting this week started with some uh, chilly temperatures, but we are here. We were not delayed. We did not run on pavement only today. I'm, I'm proud to be working today. I was on uh, pavement only. Yeah, you are on pavement only. Uh, I, I, I was running on both dirt and pavement today. I did uh, also avoid the loop. And have gone this entire time without using an ice scraper. Uh, it did take 30 minutes for my car to de-ice this morning. But Is there a reason you're not using an ice scraper? Well, I I have been planning to buy one. And then every time I need one, it's like, ah, I forgot to buy one. Right. I, I probably will buy one on the way home just in case. This is where modern-day technology kills you. Because yeah. you can't bust out your Blockbuster card and use it as an <laughs> ice scraper. Right. 
Anyone and everyone who remembers an old remembers gas card or something. But I used a Discover card. Oh, yeah, kept a Discover card and used it. You never know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. All right. Yeah. It is chilly. It's a bit chilly out there. Uh, roads seemed okay when I was coming in. Well, there's an expectation of uh, drizzle. Yes. Yeah. So the multiple delays and cancel yeah. cancel. I can't say cancellation. Cancellation. Cancelization. I had a sentence last night I was trying to read, and it it wasn't a full of alliter- alliteration or anything, but it was really hard to read. It, it had the word edit and cancel all in there at the right. same time, and it was it just was went full Romo on yeah, you, did it? Was really tough. Boy, he had a, another rough game. Man, he fell off. Romo's regressing. What what happened? Did he get his money and just check out? I think so. Like he just, he wasn't prepared last night. He doesn't sound prepared at all. And I like Tony Romo, but I mean, there's no way he should be calling those lead games with Jim Nance. He just, I guess, leaned into the gimmick and then just thought that was good enough? I guess. Now, he's bad. I mean, he was bad last night. Legitimately. It's like he wasn't even watching the game at points. Yeah. And neither of them saw the flag on the... Or neither of them saw the intentional grounding or even thought to talk about it. Right. And then, oh, there's a flag. What is that for? Oh, what are, Late for? flag. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you get. Greg Olson will do color on the Super Bowl. He's fantastic. He is. That's a Fox game? Yeah. I, I'm i tired of Greg Olson because it feels like the Cowboys have had 23 Greg Olson <laughs> games in the last two years. But I, I have really warmed up to him. Yeah. He is really good. And then immediately getting... Uh, demoted next year when Tom Brady steps in. For no reason. No good reason whatsoever. Or in two years, whenever that is. Uh, all right, let's get the question of the day out there. Uh, you guys can be texting in 806-855-3712. Already got folks texting in some uh, helmet stickers uh, today. You can tell us what you believe to be true. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously have a lot of Texas Tech basketball uh, preview and, and recap for you today. Will the LSU win turn into Big 12 wins? Do you believe that that? Do you believe that's part of what you believe on a Monday? Do you believe that the win at LSU, shorthanded, no no AMAC, no Pop Isaacs, uh, that that was the mental barrier and hurdle they just needed a win for the they just needed a win crowd, and and there's a lot of people you know have been saying if they just get one, they'll get more that they've been close they just needed a break is that the break will that translate into Big Twelve wins yes or no. You get a chance to find out right away tonight. That's the good part. Yeah, you don't have to wait. Did did Iowa State go home, or did they pack for a, a weekend and I stay would, in Missouri? Uh, they came in yesterday. Yeah, I would. I would have gone home for a little bit because it's it's you know it's not very far from Ames to Columbia. You know, I guess they. Went home, slept in their own beds, yeah, and got went right stuff. back to the facility. Yeah, that's what that's what I would think. It's such a quick turnaround. Uh, you know, what time that game ended? By what five? Was that over by five? G- give or take. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I would have done that. I don't know what they did, but they uh, man, they were the only Big Twelve team this weekend that you just looked at and said, "Eh, they didn't have a very good outing." TCU. Well, okay, TCU. But yes, but that was the one that surprised me. And you maybe expected- the most. Yeah, you expected both of those teams to struggle. Grill was not playing. You knew that. Yeah. They weren't taking all the starters. And then it's kind of just a mental thing. You know, if you're not going to play a starter out of precaution, the, the rest of the team probably not going to feel like taking you're taking it very seriously. Yeah. 
And then down Lampkin and Miles getting injured in that TCU game early, That that's just not the same team without two of their best players. Meanwhile, the Big 12 as a whole gets Raiderland helmet stickers today. We had talked about the moderate importance of this showing from a March standpoint, seeding, how that might break out, some comparative, uh, you know, if not late season, mid-season or mid-conference season. And I uh, got started there with West Virginia. Uh, I texted somebody during that game. I said, welcome to the Big 12. It's like this every night. Yeah. Every night around this league. Hi there, Alabama. Welcome welcome to Oklahoma. It's like this every night. I don't think Oklahoma will make the tournament. <clears throat> but if they do, it's because they won this weekend. Yeah. And they had, you know, seven Big 12 wins. Yeah. I mean, that, that'll that be a clincher. West Virginia also had a huge win, in my opinion, holding Very off big. Auburn. And then um, Kansas, obviously big win. You know, we'll talk a lot about Texas Tech today. but Yes, we will. Two things can be true. They held off LSU. They looked like they were going to fold in the second half and had a run to finish a game. Right. Which is really important. All of that is true. Kerwin Walton looked great. And then the, the second hand here. The one that's dropping, LSU is a bad basketball team. Yes, they are. They're, they are they're so, tremendous slouches. They are so Don't bad. sell yourself short. They You're a tremendous are slouch. So bad. So you should have beat them. And they they are 120th or something in the net for a reason. They're bad. Mm-hmm. So will this turn the corner? Will this help? It it, it feels good to win, right? But man. LSU just not good. Now, quick turnaround. You get to play get at home. Momentum. It's the Big 12, but... Weather will hurt the crowd tonight. Just yep. let that be a factor right now. And you're owning. So. I mean, you're still 0-8 You're conference. still 0-8. That ain't helping. Should we do some helmet stickers? 806-855-3712. we got time before the first time out. Helmet stickers to the hardworking and oft-forgotten Ropes High School uh, ninth grade girls basketball team. They've had a rough season, but they're young, learning the game. Out of a 12-game schedule, they had five losses and six wins by forfeit. And with today's game postponement, which will likely become a cancellation, they're guaranteed a winning season. I say get your get your winning season any way you can get it right there. Do what you got to do. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, Texture, was it just me, or was Tony Romo cheering harder for the Bengals than anyone in the entire state of Ohio? Uh, probably just you. Yeah, just you, but he does this with every quarterback. Every quarterback is the best throw he's ever seen. Just a perfect ball. There was one Mahomes threw that Marquez Valdez-Scantling made an incredible play on. Probably that winner, Rob, bro. Mahomes threw that early, and, you know, Valdez-Scantling probably runs a a loose route, but he had to come back and turn around and track the ball, and and Romo's just going crazy about how perfect the ball it was. And it's like, no, that that really wasn't a very good throw. That was a great play by the receiver. Mm-hmm. There was another one. Perfect ball. I can't believe hit the guy in the forehead. I mean, it was a burrow to, throw. I'm beginning to see why the Cowboys didn't have much postseason success with Tony Romo at quarterback after the Last uh, year or so on I mean, TV. Everything is a perfect ball. It, it's annoying. Jim, look at these bagels. Good grief. Have you seen a smear like that, Jim? 
That's basic cream cheese, Tony. Texter, I believe the rest of the football world is just now realizing that Patrick Mahomes is still pretty good on one leg. Tech fans have known this for quite some time. Uh, I said Friday that this would be a chance for a legacy game. That Mahomes already has a great legacy. Mahomes has already obviously built a Hall of Fame career in a short amount of time. But that this game, you add to that, you have that legacy game. And there you go. No pun intended with the leg part of legacy. Right. But this goes to the lore. This goes to the coming out on one leg and stopping the team that had had your number most recently and showing that you're still the guy, 300 and whatever yards passing. That was legitimately going to be a huge game in the career of both Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. And everything you wanted Mahomes-Watson to be, everything you wanted Mahomes-Allen to be, it feels like Mahomes Burrow is going to be that. And we said last week, make no mistake about the motivation aspect of Mahomes. The team. And, and the team. The fans. All of it. That Cincinnati, maybe they learned a little lesson here. I hope not. because <laughs> If you're a Chiefs fan, you hope <laughs> not. They, they were so cocky after beating the Bills by 17. That game was over. Yeah. I mean, I was very comfortable with the Chiefs winning. Yeah, I mean, it was very nervous in the fourth quarter when they punted two minutes left. But Andy Reid gonna Andy Reid it. Oh well, we got to take the time out. You guys jump on the text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Will the LSU win equal Big Twelve wins for Texas Tech? If so, why? If not, why? What do you believe to be true to start the week? Hand out some Raiderland helmet stickers. We'll get into that Texas Tech basketball win, and of course, all the NFL action from the weekend. So. Give us your thoughts on the text line, 806-855-3712. Quick break, it's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Eleven twenty-one. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios. Got you till one o'clock on ESPN nine sixty San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk one hundred three point nine FM. Your air could be a little too Arctic right now at your house. If it is, you need to call the Bear. Call the Bear dot com. They'll get you taken care of ASAP. All right. Question of the day: Will the LSU win equal Big Twelve wins for Texas Tech? If so, why? You tell us what you believe every Monday to start the week. And then we hand out Raiderland helmet stickers, those deserving a little praise and recognition, sports or otherwise. Uh, beyond that, we'll uh, look ahead to Iowa State tonight and look back on the LSU win for Texas Tech basketball. Uh, and NFL gave us plenty to look at. And we will get to the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, parting ways mutually uh, with Kellen Moore. Uh, they uh, parted due to health concerns. They were sick of each other. 806-855-3712. Texter says, Rob. Haven't you heard? Luck favors the prepared. Get you an ice scraper, brother. Watch, I wish the Cowboys played a number seven seed and a high school quarterback to get to the Super Bowl. Those Niners had the worst luck on quarterbacks this year, says the texter. Yeah, the Niners did, and it's uh, fortune favors the bold, I believe. I, I will say this. The Eagles had the easiest route to the Super Bowl since... I don't know. I, I can't remember... a. Uh, a more favorable path to a Super Bowl. 
Agreed. And they still very well could be the best team in the NFL. But, man. Maybe so. They still they still I, had an easy path. I have been consistent that I thought the Cowboys' schedule was really easy. The Eagles had the same schedule except less e- uh, less hard because they didn't have the one-seed right. schedule. Uh, have the Eagles played a like a, a good opponent? Well, surely they played somebody good. Then we get into the whole, okay, well, who's they good? The a- they had the AFC South, just like the Cowboys did. Right, so nothing there particularly. Uh, the Cowboys played them really close both games, beat them once. Uh, well, they were down big with Cooper Rush, but Cooper Rush came back. Uh, the Giants, I don't think, are very good. I, I think the Giants are a fine football team. Played them three times. The Commanders were not good either time they played the, the Eagles. It's just... I think the NFC East got a really favorable road this year, and that's why I was so frustrated with the Cowboys, especially that they ended 12-4. and four. But you got you got to play the whole AFC South. Now, I'm going to go back and look at the Eagles' schedule. I... Their final eight weeks was just incredible. Texter says, helmet sticker to Kevin Walton for five three-pointers. He must be related to that Kerwin Walton uh, who had, amazingly, just like Kevin Walton, five three-pointers Saturday at LSU. Tell me more about this Kerwin Walton. Has he been with the team for a while, Rob? I believe so. Dressed out? I mean, he's been available to play? Has he been injured or anything? Nice. No. Nice to see some of the things you had been talking about, even if the hand was forced with uh, Isaacs not being able to go and then you're back to a square one with AMAC uh, not being out there. Uh, either way, you saw some you saw some quality minutes for a lot of different players that took advantage of it. I was about to yeah, I need to I need to lay off Daniel Bacho. Yeah. He lay off Bacho a little bit. He got himself seven boards the other day. Well, and he flashed. Found eight. He he had yeah. his dunks. He got his dunks there. I need He's to lay off. He flashed a few times, and I really do think he struggled with Amac the most. Agreed. That maybe just when he was feeling good and getting healthy, yeah, they throw Amac out there on the floor. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it'll it'll be a no Bacho day for me. Texture, uh, I thought the frequent eruptions from the Bengals coach were as entertaining as the game. Burroughs seemed like a cocky little smartass for most of the game. What do you mean? Most of the game. That's who he is. Yeah. That's that's Joe Burrow. That's that's him. He's that guy. And you know what? The game needs more people with personality. Mahomes does it too. You just don't quite notice it the same way. Well, I think you do. I think you do notice it in uh, the yeah. the people who will right. allow it. But Mahomes is you know married with two kids to his high school sweetheart and is a philanthropist and has his Mahomes charity and. But I mean Mahomes, I guess he didn't say Burrowhead. Did he say Burrowhead after the game? I think he did. Yeah, he said Burrowhead yeah. too. So I they all did it. They all knew it. And I said that uh, Friday. You cannot escape the fact that Patrick Mahomes and these Chiefs look for motivation. And you handed it to him on a silver platter. And the Bengals gave him all of it. The mayor of Cincinnati. I mean, by the way, helmet sticker for Kelsey Kelsey. calling him out. Beautiful. Know your role. Yeah, jabroni. All right, since the bye week, I'm just going to give you the Eagles schedule. All right. Pittsburgh, 
Was Pittsburgh good? You know, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record at Pittsburgh. In, in week eight, was Pittsburgh good? <laughs> no. Uh, Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Indianapolis, Green Bay, Tennessee, Giants, Bears, Dallas they lost, Saints they lost because of Minshew, but still the Saints, bad, and then the Giants. That's the finish to their schedule. And then in the playoffs, Giants, San Francisco with their four-string quarterback. Yeah. It's an easy trip. I, I mean, Kansas City might win by 10. Maybe not, but yeah. Kansas City is certainly more battle-tested. Agreed. We'll see if and what any of the injury situation looks like oh, here over the next few days. That'll play a little bit of a factor, but I, I don't expect it to play too much of a factor. I hope the Eagles go off as favorites, too. I think speaking that, on, I speaking think of the, Kansas City money will show up late next week. Yeah, the 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 Casey uh, people will so wake up a pick around Friday. Yeah. and go. Hold on, Patrick Mahomes is getting money. Okay, right. Well, if we have ten, ten days of uh, them being underdogs, it'll it'll yeah. be good enough. Texter says I've noticed a lot of hate for Tech fans being such loyal Casey Mahomes fans. It did make me think: Are there others like LSU fans that are Cincy fans now? Or is this just a Tech thing? And if so, why? And yes, I root for KC. Yes, I happen to know somebody in LSU territory, and a huge amount of Cincinnati fans now, New Orleans, Biloxi, all through that area. Last night was the first time I really ever saw the Tech fans hating on Tech fans for being Chiefs fans. I guess there's a lot of Tech fans that are Broncos fans and Chargers fans that just hate the, hate the that, Chiefs. It, it's so dumb. Why would you not want to root for your most valuable commodity? Commodity, alumni, whatever, doing huge things for for your team. I, it's crazy to me. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Get those helmet stickers in. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Three point Eleven thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios today. We are putting the Arctic in Arctic Air uh, here uh, in the South Plains with this weather system going through. Got you till one o'clock. ESPN nine sixty San Angelo Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Uh, it's obviously Monday. That breaking news right there. A deep dive uh, reveals that it is Monday. So you hand out Raiderland helmet stickers today. Anyone and everyone deserving some recognition. You tell us what you believe to be true to start the week. And the question of the day, will the LSU win equal Big 12 wins? Was that the switch that needed to flip for Tech basketball? We find out tonight against Iowa State after the uh, Big 12 SEC Challenge win. We have the new uh, AP poll out. Have you seen the... I have not. The, do you want to guess how many teams are in the top 15 from the Big 12? Six. Six. Yeah. Kansas State highest at seventh. Kansas at eighth. Texas at ten. Baylor at 11, Iowa State at 13, TCU at 15. If you Checks look at the out. top uh, 37 in uh, the Ken Palm, you know how many Big 12 teams there are? Eight. Nine. Nine. 
It's just not possible. It is incredible. I think the the Sooners maybe at thirty seven, but beyond that, everyone everyone is in the top. Maybe mm. it's eight. Maybe Oklahoma State's right outside, but unreal. Eight oh six eight five five three seven one two. Texter says uh, they were really impressed with Kevin McCullough against Kentucky. He's a gamer. No hard feelings from here. Appreciated his time here. Um, yeah, and he. You know, he got a little flack from some Kansas people over the last few weeks. We here didn't and there. score against Kansas State, and people yeah. were frustrated. So, I you, people people look at Kevin McCuller. People look at NBA stock. People look at he he tried to go to the draft, and people expect a certain kind of player. Kevin McCuller is an elite college basketball player. Was at Texas Tech. Yep. Is at Kansas. Uh, everything that he does is not necessarily in the box score. And Kevin McCuller is once again a finalist for Naismith Defensive Player of the Year. And how often are you on the perimeter seeing lazy passes breeze right by on-ball defenders at Texas Tech when in the last five years you had a guy around the other way. to stick their hand? Uh, Shannon and McCuller specifically in the last three years got their hands on so many passes. And you know who looks like they can do that? Who would that be? Elijah Fisher, who is the Terrence Shannon body type, uh, would love for him to get 20 minutes a game the rest of the year. It's interesting you bring his name up. We go to the text line, 806-855-3712. A plainsman in Dallas texting in, I believe Elijah Fisher is on the verge of rapid improvement. Nine rebounds, two steals, one block, 22 minutes. Much more aggressive and improved rotations on defense, LSU, Mentioned Fisher's presence in postgame comments. Missed a couple in close. Offense will improve with confidence. Hope we can keep him. Yeah, that was a <clears throat> you got to dribble that once and feel the court and nobody's around you and get out from under the basket or go to the side. I just I kind of find it interesting that I think players who get to play some get better in games. Yeah. Hey, can we play? Can we put our foil hats on for a second? I would love to. Uh, I wish I had a bumper for this or something. If it's fur lined, oh. I'd enjoy it even more. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Coincidence or not. Dun, dun, dun. Instagram deleted. Fisher, 22, 22 minutes. minutes. Hmm. Coincidence or not. Texture. Does the LSU win mean anything? Only if Big 12 teams stop playing any semblance of defense. LSU is horrible in all phases of the game. I'll take that as a no on the question of the day. Will the LSU win equal Big 12 wins? Yeah, you're going from LSU, who is one of the worst teams in the Power Six, if not the worst. <laughs> no, they're not the worst. No, but they're but, not good but at all. But they're really bad. And and now you go to the best defensive team in the Big 12 and top five defensive team in the country. Well, and this – I was The day, translation yeah. to me is not physical or basketball. It's mental. That if you bought into the idea that Tech was struggling mentally right. more than basketball ability, X's and O's and such as that, then okay, maybe that's your slump buster. That you just had to find anyone, somebody you could beat. And you're, again, you've been close in Big 12 games. You just hadn't been able to finish. You finished LSU. And again, side A of the record here, the positive side. You found some confidence. You you closed the game on a run. You finished strong. Side B, it's LSU. Mm-hmm. But 
if you're you know flipping the record to side A tonight, then then you really do I think have some mental clarity maybe. And if Pop doesn't play and Davian Harmon can focus on distribution and not dribbling, then I think that your offense will be fine tonight, even against Iowa State. And just someone remind Kevin O'Banner, just live in the corner, do your thing. Yeah, and, and Kevin O'Banner, something uh, interesting. I think Level said it on the broadcast, on the radio broadcast when I was driving around, but he mentioned O'Banner was looking to score. Now, I thought that was a really interesting way to put it because so often this year he's not been looking to score. Right. And Jalen Tyson hasn't been looking to score. And David Harmon hasn't been looking to score as much as just looking for an opportunity. You have to be more aggressive and decisive. And I said it last week. I want O'Banner to have 10 three-pointers. Just rip it. Pull the trigger. Now, you're not going to shoot 60% from the three very often. No, but... But you can volume shoot, and that's what Big 12 teams do against you over and over and over. Do it back. I still want to know more about this Kerwin Walton guy. I mean, he's yeah. really he's been on the team, right? Yeah. Now, he's shot a lot of open threes. If he can find six... Made a lot wide, of open threes. You're right. If he can find six wide-open shots tonight, he needs to take all six. One more uh, tinfoil hat thing? Yeah. On a banner. Uh-huh. Has the hyper shot propensity of Pop Isaacs somehow messed up his rotational thinking on when to shoot within the offense? I mean, O'Banner did he benefit by points. Isaacs not being there? No, tinfoil hat. I just said tinfoil yeah. hat. I can say anything. That's like saying with all due respect. I yeah. think I think Amac really threw off the team. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Texter, I believe on a Monday that I have an overreaction to the Tech win over LSU. Is what I'm feeling called hope? It shouldn't be. I will <laughs> say this. I, I, I think with the – let's go back to Pop Isaacs. Okay. Because I think that's a legitimate point. Um, and, and this is kind of a chicken or egg thing. Did Pop start taking a bunch of shots because nobody else was taking shots? And I lean towards that, by the way. Or – was he getting too aggressive and too ball dominant just because they were losing? Now, maybe that's the same thing, but if Pop Isaac comes comes back soon, I don't know how long he'll be out. And you hope he does. I don't think he plays tonight uh, after not traveling this weekend, or maybe he was just here getting extra treatment. Yeah, just trying to get ready for tonight. Who knows? But if he plays, you have to have you know distribution Isaacs and not shoot a bunch of times Isaacs. Now, you want him to still take shots because he's one of your better shooters, especially in Big 12 play. But if Curran Walton, if he's taking shots away from Curran Walton and Kevin O'Banner, you need all of those guys to take shots. Where we're getting here in a roundabout way is what we've been talking about for most of the season with this team is an ill-defined offense. That the offense seems ill-defined. The roles have been... Seemingly, if if not ill-defined, an inability of the players to uh, perform in said roles the way they're being expected, chicken or egg, again, take your pick on that, that, that all these conversations stem from the same thing, one and way you, or another. And this is the same offense you've been running, but 
when your offense is good at Texas Tech, you have a guy, a guy, Mm -hmm. who can take over late or take over in a slump. You got the slump buster. On that national championship team, the, the Final Four team, you had a couple of guys that could do it, and that's why you were the best team you've been. You had uh, Matt Mooney, mm-hmm. Jarrett Culver, even Deshaun Corporu, Brandon Francis came in and hit a bunch of corner threes that year. Deshaun Corporu from the mid range, he just always found it. Like every that time elbow you had a jumper, yeah. you just all of a sudden you needed a shot, you had hit one in a minute or two. Yeah. Get him in and watch the 15 footer go. So, but even, even when you were around 500 and just kind of struggling defensively, you had Mac McClung, you had Jamias Ramsey. Like you knew where your offense was coming from. If you needed it, You're right now, is late it, game situation. Who are you drawing the play up for? Is it Curran Walton now? Can you get an open three from him? Is it Kevin O'Banner? It it likely was supposed to be. Did they think it was going to be Amac, and then it kind of just threw everything off, and they couldn't ever adapt? I don't know because he didn't practice when he got here. No, he was hurt when he got here. So, so they had all of October. To get ready for November to, to define it. Texter on the text line, 806-855-3712. The LSU win was much needed, but meaningless if we can't win in, con- uh, in conference. But maybe it's a start. It's a hell of a lot better than another loss to a wretched team. Yeah, if you lost to LSU, your season was over. I, legitimately. Yeah, that you might not ever win another game yeah. if you lost that one. And again, I think that goes to show you beat them by eight. You're a good team outside of the Big 12. You're the worst Big 12 team. But you're a good team outside the Big 12. And I I know that's semantics, and I know it feels like defeatism for some people out there. The Texans have told me that. But you are a good team in the college basketball world, 65th out of 320 or whatever there are now, is still good. Just living better, in the wrong neighborhood this year. Better than average, but this is this might legitimately be the best Big Twelve. I believe it is, and I I think we've said that the last three years that the Big Twelve. Oh, this is the best the Big Twelve's ever been. This is the best. Now this legitimately might be the best the Big Twelve's ever been. I mean, let's go to the nitty gritty, shall we? On the seed line, hoopshd.com. Kansas as a two as a one. That's still crazy. The last me. one. By the way, if they were in the conference already, you'd have two number one seeds with Houston sitting there as a one seed. You got Kansas State on the two line, Texas and Iowa State on the three line. We got three threes in the Big Twelve right now, just based off the nitty gritty number. Now, obviously, this would have to be manipulated some, but uh, Texas, Iowa State, and Baylor all on the three line, TCU on the four line. And after that, you have to scroll down a little bit uh, to to get to some of those others, like West Virginia on the 11 line. And I don't think they have, yeah, they don't have Oklahoma in the uh, in the seed list right now. That's just silly. That's just it's just silly. And to have it still this deep this late in the year. You know, it's sometimes you see a, a conference prey on each other, and it hurt hurts some of these teams. These teams are, are feeding off each other from the standpoint that they kind of keep trading wins, and everybody's continue to get some wins in the league. That it's not dominant with just one or two teams. That everybody's still getting wins. Minus one team, we know that team, right? And to be able to put those numbers, 
All right, we've got to take the uh, final time out of hour number one. You can jam up the text line. It is Monday. You tell us what you believe to be true to start the week. Hand out those Raiderland helmet stickers to people who deserve them. And then will the uh, question of the day, will the LSU win turn into Big 12 wins? If so, why or why not? 806-855-3712. We'll come back. We'll finish up hour number one of Two Strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Asperger's Action Update on Talk 1340. The best way to start betting smarter is to sign up for a free VSIN subscription at VSIN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Super Bowl 57 a week from Sunday in Glendale, Arizona. The Chiefs taking down the Bengals 23-20 for the AFC title. The Eagles dominating the 49ers 31-7 in the NFC Championship. Philadelphia opening as a two-point favorite over Kansas City, the over under 49 and a half. Jalen Hurts, the plus 120 favorite to be named Super Bowl MVP. Patrick Mahomes at plus 125. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, plus 900. March Madness just over a month away. Looking ahead to the national championship, the Houston Cougars currently a plus 650 favorite to win it all. Arizona, Purdue, and Tennessee at plus 1,000. Alabama at plus 1,200. For vcin.com, I'm Trey Westerberg. Talk 103.9. News, money, sports. Final segment, hour number one of two. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We got you till one o'clock, then it is the Rob Bro Show on Talk 103.9 FM, News, Money, Sports. As we work in the Arctic Air Studios, you got us in San Angelo on ESPN 960. Hey, if you want to do us some favors, send in some road condition reports out there. Let us know uh, where you've been driving around, how the uh, the slickery nature is, what the ice buildup is looking like, if any. Uh, give us some road condition reports. 806 855 3712. Helmet Sticker Day. We also find out what you believe to be true in a lot of tech basketball. Next hour, we'll have more NFL. Don't worry. See what I did there? More NFL. Text around the text line. I believe that certain tech starters had an epiphany. Hey, I've got some pretty darn good teammates. I better start performing. You ever had an epiphany, Rob? Been hit with an epiphany? Uh, Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what some of the starters saw. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, which starters had a better game than they've had all year? Yeah. Or or who, if they were watching their teammates, are you saying that Pop Isaac is sitting there watching his teammates go, well, man, i got to play better? I guess, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Texter, with Iowa State boat racing Texas Tech by 44 points at the bridge tonight, losing by single digits, nine or less equals improvement. No, it doesn't. Feeling hopeless for postseason. Yes, you should. What? 30, 34? That's, not 44. Uh, 31? Yeah, 30, 31? It's 30-something. Feeling hopeless for postseason. Yes, you should feel hopeless. You yeah. are not going to any sort of postseason. No. I hate to break it to you. There is no postseason that your your team will be involved in. Unless they win the Big 12 tournament. We always have to throw that caveat in there, right? That they right. pack for five days and they, they roll through and they win the Big 12 tournament. So. Not going to happen. That would be... 30 for 30. Incredible. 30 for 30 material right there. And if Texas Tech won the Big 12 tournament, they would knock out a Big 12 team, and that would be hilarious too. Yeah. 
turn it into a you'd six you'd bid league. Bid, you'd, you, well, no, no, no. You, you'd still have seven. But like the seventh team, either Oklahoma or West Virginia, whoever it is at the at the end, they fought hard, they made it, they finished strong, and then you sadly the bid stealer from your own league showed up. the 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 best outcome, just for pure chaos, is that Texas Tech does not win a Big Twelve game in the regular season and then goes and wins the Big Twelve tournament. <laughs> oh, I'd be I'd be here for that. That would be awesome, right? That would be so fun. That'd be very Big 12-ish. And then, legitimately, if Texas Tech makes makes the tournament, I think they'll be in the, maybe not the Sweet 16, but they'll be in the round of 32. Yeah. Uh, it, regardless of matchup, in my opinion. Even if it's a 12-5, probably be 11-6. Man, it'd be neat Maybe to even one of those first four. You, you might even have to play two games to get to the to get 32. To the, yeah. 806-855-3712 for you guys to uh, chime in. Your thoughts from uh, Tech and LSU. Well, ISU ain't LSU, and that's who you got tonight as the uh, Cyclones come into town for Big Monday. Yeah, I wish this was a 6 o'clock game. I wish this was earlier. Just in all, in all seriousness, and I wasn't kidding about you guys can text in some road condition reports if you want to. The weather tonight's going to hammer what otherwise would have been, even for an 0-8 team, would have been a really good crowd. And, think, and with it being an 8 o'clock start, that's yeah. that's going to hurt even more uh, with the potential for uh, icy yes. conditions coming up as the night goes on. I was going to say, last week, even after the snow, this is going to be worse weather because it was 40 all day. Yeah. And and we, the it snow cleared was melted out. and there was no ice. So it's going to be it's going to be more difficult to get to the game. And that was at 6 o'clock and this is at 8. Yeah. I'm afraid it'll also hurt your student attendance some tonight, just yeah. just by virtue of what's going on. So yeah, you lose sure. a lot of the element uh, due to the elements. You lose a lot of the elements that make United Supermarkets Arena such a tough place to play, and I, and I hate that. And the, the, the other reason, and I, I guess it shouldn't really matter, but it'll be a smallish crowd probably. I hope they mention the weather on the broadcast. So that it doesn't look like that, eh, you know what what used to be the toughest place to play in the Big Twelve and maybe in America if they're even here. Uh, if they're even here, I don't uh, know who's in town. Yeah. That uh, I don't want it to look like oh the fans are bailing on the program right because it's zero eight. Now does that play a role? Yeah, that plays a role. That a lot of people who might be more motivated to go out for an eight no team at zero eight. You sit there and go, eh. but I don't want that. I don't want it to look like right. Well, see see what happened. Chris Beard left. They're 0-8 this year. Fans gave up. Football school. Baseball school. 806-855-3712. Top of the hour break. It's a quick one. Jam up the text lines. We'll get into the NFL a little bit more. we got to talk about some Dallas Cowboy issues. Maybe not issues. Things. Stuff. You join as well. Hand up those Raider Lynn. <laughs> Hand out those Raiderland helmet stickers, 806-855-3712. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. 
barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We've done it again, and congrats to us. We've turned morning into afternoon with you fine folks here in the Arctic Air Studios, taking you to 1 o'clock on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports. Rob Bro Show comes your way Monday through Friday, 1 to 2, right here on Talk 103.9. So if you're outside the immediate area, make sure you've got the app so you can keep on listening. Question of the day, will uh, the LSU win turn into Big 12 wins for the Red Raiders? We'll find out tonight against Iowa State as uh, that 8 o'clock Big Monday game on schedule. We've got Raiderland helmet stickers to hand out today to all those sports, non-sports, who deserve a little recognition in your world, and then everybody you tell us what you believe to be true to start the week. We've got NFL to look at. The Super Bowl is set. And then the Dallas Cowboys making some news over the weekend as well. To get in, 806 855 3712. That's 806-855-3712 to get in on the uh, text line. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter. One third of the Gambling Gauchos. And I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media. Show never ends on Twitter. We come back daily broadcast around 6 30 ish live online. Join us tonight. Uh, we'll probably go before the game. I've got a feeling we will. So get on the text line, 806-855-3712. Uh, Rob, over the weekend, one of your uh well, your childhood dreams came true. I realize you'd uh, been wanting to see Kellen Moore become the offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Chargers. And thanks to a what was described as a mutual parting of ways, Moore moves on. And, hey, what everybody wanted, Moore, Moore Mike McCarthy. And he, he'll he's going to handle the play calling himself now. Yeah, for that's, now. That's why you hired him. For now. Well, for eight games. Mike McCarthy wants to control his own destiny in Dallas. Good for him. I think if Mike McCarthy knows it's Super Bowl or bust, he's not going to leave anything to chance, and he's going to go out and put his mark on it. Can't blame anybody else. A, that is commendable, and I hope it works out for him because I'm a Cowboys fan. B, incredibly stupid. Just incredibly, you hadn't called plays in four years, five years, seven oh, at years. At least I think it's closer to seven because he gave up play calling duties at the end of the the Packers tenure because Aaron Rodgers hated the play calling. Right. Dak will love it though. Now, Kellen Moore is an incredible play designer, and he is going to get so many empty yards with Justin Herbert. It's going to be incredible. Herbert's going to be slinging the rock down the field at a rapid rate because Lombardi never wanted to do that in Los Angeles. I think it's a great fit for Kellen Moore. Uh, I think the reason it was mutual was because they knew he was going to get a job immediately. And it looks bad if you fire a guy and then he's scooped up in 24 hours. Right. So call it mutual. Let everything play out. And how classic Jerry that that is done during the NFC Championship game. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Literally coming down oh as the gosh. game is taking place. Oh, the Eagles are getting run in the NFC Championship game. Let's announce a major coaching change. Right. Hilarious. Pete Cowboys. 
peak. I mean, they could have done that Friday. They knew. Oh yeah. They waited. So the now NFC you get you game. get the best of McCarthy. Now, welcome to my world, Cowboy fans. From me as a Packers fan years ago, watching him butcher an offense while at the same time compromising his ability to manage the game. Do you know who they're going to hire as the uh, quarterbacks coach? Yeah, they got rid of him too. Who, who are they bringing? You ready? In? Yeah, you ready? Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen. The old Mississippi State connection. Yeah, there we Dan go. Dan Mullen, OC. Make him happy. He knows what uh, Dak needs. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my it. gosh. Dak, uh, Dak on the market, or is he, uh, was he on the market now back off the market? I, I heard that he had broken up with his longtime girlfriend, but then was seen at an LSU event uh, with uh, someone else. Allegedly, he broke up with her, like, or they broke up in, like, August, and it just came oh, out. Just, just kind of got around to it. was a late thing. Wow. That's what I heard. Okay, that's that's a bummer. Or maybe not, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so there you go, Cowboys. I'm sure you're very uh, excited about that as Cowboy fans. Get your thoughts on Super Bowl matchup, Kansas City-Philly. Uh, and I, uh, in-pocket money line, Kansas City already. So give me more. It doesn't matter. Uh, we'll, and, and if, you know, I we're not going to do 45 minutes on officiating. To me, everything you saw in those games, it's all you should already price it in that if you're watching an NFL game, because of the 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 rules being so convoluted in so many forms and fashion, right? That they are going the and I'm talking about the officials here, they are going to be forced to interject themselves into the game. And apparently this is what the owners want yeah. because every year they create more layers yes. in ways to see what we saw yesterday. The the only thing that was bad, in my opinion, beyond any other game, was the weird thing where he ran on the field and then ran off the field. And apparently there was a clock there's issue. A clock mount, but yeah, there's a clock issue on that. They couldn't hear it, so they just ran back so off. So we and got a free a play. And then there was a penalty that led to a first down, but they didn't so you score get the, on that drive. Yeah, you get the holding on that. Now, if, if that had turned into the game-winning drive... People would be absolutely freaking out. People are freaking well, out. Freaking I don't out get anyways, but. Also, if you're if you share a screenshot, if you're an NFL fan or college football fan, and you share a screenshot of a holding penalty, I'm going to call you a moron. Moron. An idiot, because you cannot see holding on a screen grab. And by the way, offensive linemen are allowed. To grab. Yes, they can use their hands. And if you are engaged and the defensive lineman rips and turns, do you know what it is? It's a block and not holding. Now, they call it sometimes when a defensive lineman gets across you and is running away and you're still engaged. But in the moment, if you are engaged, there is a, a rule in the rule book, you can go read it, called the rip rule. And if a defensive lineman rips, if you don't know what a rip is, it's like a big uppercut, and he's ripping through, you're allowed to stay engaged. Yep. If you're square. It's not 1978 anymore. You don't have to put your knuckles together and put your elbows out and bump. And so if you are sharing screenshots of a holding penalty, crying about it, cry more. Offensive linemen are allowed to block. Cry more. Yep. And if a quarterback who's named Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow is three yards out of bounds, and he gets pushed. They're going to throw a flag. They're going to throw a flag. Every 
time. And the fact that that Longhorn got hurt on it is exactly why they call flags, yeah. because guys get hurt with other people around. Yeah. That's why you can't tackle into the sideline. Yeah. So, hey, cry more. Only one team yesterday got a touchdown taken off the board. That was the Chiefs. Yeah. On a bogus holding call. From a rip rule. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. The problem's the rules package that the owners want out there. That it demands the officials insert themselves into the proceedings. The Bengals got a, a, a pass interference call on the, on the intentional grounding. They got a third and 16 completion right after that. Like, none of the penalties that people are crying about mattered. Yep. By the way, why didn't Cincinnati punt the ball out of bounds late? Because they're instead stupid. of giving Kansas City an opportunity to return the punt, because they're stupid. Kick it out of bounds. Well, they might get an extra ten yards. Kick it out of bounds. Coaching. Texters are on the text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Hi, at first time listener, long time texter. Congratulations on turning morning into afternoon. I don't know how you do it, but it's amazing hearing you do it. I agree. Will Tech encourage fans to move down sections for tonight's game against Cyclone Larry Cyclones? Also, since you're a betting man, what's the over-under on the amount of Southwest Airlines uh, flights that will miss this week? Randy and Gunbrill City. Whatever the total is, take the over on that. And then I, I hope tonight, I think in it, it should just not just tonight, but in any game situation, uh, if it's a game on TV, let people come down and sit wherever they want, and if somebody shows up, hey, man, you're in my seat, go move. But have bodies in the seats, right? It drives me crazy. Texas Tech Baseball sold out for the 99th year in a row as we're sitting here at Dan Law Field, Rip Griffin Park, and there's always looks empty. 15 empty seats behind home plate. Put some bodies in it. It's always so full, but the two rows you see on TV, TV nobody's full. there. It's pretty funny. Put some bodies in there, and then if somebody shows up who has those tickets, wonderful. You know, at the Oscars, at the Oscars, they have seat fillers. Seat fillers, yes. Should we pick ten out of uh, journal admission for baseball and just sit them down? Your seat fillers, absolutely. You are you're you're Tim Tadlock seat fillers. Hire students. Yeah, give them. Hey, give them a free dog and a coke. Yeah, there you go. You're a seat filler. Congratulations. Make them make them look like they're having fun. The kids having fun at the ball game there. Yeah. Texter, uh, enjoyed my first Lady Raider game in person Saturday afternoon this year. It was a nice crowd and atmosphere. Too bad Baylor didn't align with the uh, party to uh, celebrate the legacy of national champs where men are men and women are champions. Swoops honored ESPN Plus with live interview at the half. Your thoughts on the game? Well, Tech played hard. Yeah. They're just not quite good enough to beat these good teams a couple of players away. There's a pretty obvious line in the Big 12 women's world of you know four or five teams that have been good mm-hmm. and are good, and then there's three or four teams that are good but haven't been good and are still trying to get to the good part, <laughs> which is Texas Tech. Right. And then there's a couple of bad teams. So I think you'll win three or four more games. You're seeing improvement. Yeah. This team's getting closer. They just need more good players. It sounds like, you know, from what I understand with some of the recruiting, that they've got some of that on the way. One already here. I know uh, what is it? I think they got one in Arizona uh, that they've got coming in post player. So they're getting there. Texter helmet sticker to both Red Raiders going to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. The only way that you didn't have a Red Raider on a team was the Bengals. Right. 
49ers have two coaches and a player. Texter says Coach Otzelberger has mentioned in several interviews that Iowa State always scripts their first five offensive possessions. In their sets, they often make five or six passes with only one or two dribbles. Should be an interesting contrast with Tech's offense tonight. Uh, it should. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that. I mean, there are sets that I know coaches go into. I mean, you've got your tip play. You've got what you want to run off the tip. Right. You, you see which is Texas only once Tech, a game. You see Texas Tech do that quite a bit with the first. Yeah. They set the first touch. You 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 will see some that will, a, a possession or two, we want to do this, that we want to come out and see what they do. We're going we're gonna to give them this look. You know, what do they do? Now, as far as just having four or five, just like a football script, I don't, I don't know. I've not been around a lot of teams that just said, come hell or high water, we're going to do that. That it's, to me, okay, that's great, but basketball is so fluid. Right. That, uh, you know, can you put yourself in a bad spot trying to jam a square peg into a round hole just because, by gosh, we said we're going to do this on the third set, third third trip down. Yeah. Well, we Coach, we got a three-on-one. And I would say And I would, I would think they probably adjust that, that it's yeah. more like uh, these – Five, we want to get these five or six looks in as early as we right. can, not right. necessarily one, two, three, four, five, six possessions. Oh, I'm sure that's yeah. In the in the first five half court looks, I'm sure is what it is. I wasn't going to read this till after the break, but it's so good. I got to get the text on. Solid, uh, great show today, guys. Solid realism and positivity. Well, we try. It's a fine line. Yeah, but we walk it. Got to take the time out. You guys jam up the text line, 806-855-3712. Will the LSU win turn into Big 12 wins? What do you believe to be true to start the week? Raiderland Helmet Sticker Day. Who's getting a little recognition in your world? Tech Iowa State tonight. What do you think we'll see? You could even do some predictions if you want to, since it is Big Monday. NFL on your brain. You tell us what you saw yesterday. And if you're a Cowboy fan, are you glad Moore's gone? And do you like the replacement? 806-855-3712. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve twenty one. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you to a one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios, ESPN nine sixty San Angelo, where you're listening down there in the Concho Valley, and here in the Hubaplex, where I think it's all the way up to like nineteen degrees now. Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports Rob Bro Show coming your way from one to two today. Question of the day: Will the LSU win translate into Big Twelve wins? If you watch that team Saturday, obviously against a woeful LSU team. But still, you you got to do it. You still have to play basketball. You still have to make the shots, no matter who you're playing. They did. They get a win. Do you believe that that will unlock something for this team? Maybe more so from a mental standpoint than a physical standpoint. But we also saw some physical things on the court, like Kevin Walton's brother, Kerwin, like Elijah Fisher, 22 minutes. That can, can that game perhaps change the mojo for the Red Raiders. We'll find out tonight. I mean, it's right back to the meat grinder. Right back to it. And then you look at the schedule. Do you really want to look at the schedule, Ron? Because after that, you've got Baylor on the 4th at Baylor. You're going to Stillwater on the 8th. 
and then you got Kansas State at home and Texas at home on the 13th. So there's your next five in the Big 12. Goodness. Just don't even just say there's going to be a Big 12 game. It doesn't even matter who you're playing. In Stillwater, you feel moderate about. I wonder what the crowd will be like in Waco. Red Raider wise, because it's I think you might good. get a few. They don't get to see Tech a lot, so when right. they, they get a chance, they like to turn out. I will say this: if you win tonight, a lot of what we said about LSU will be true, right? Because you finally it'll, win a big twelve still, game. Still be factual, but if you win tonight, the LSU win doesn't matter, right? It's the Iowa State win that would. That start, validates, okay, that you can do that. You got yeah. something going. Um, and maybe it was back to the LSU game, but also you're just – I mostly use this bit as a joke, but you're due, right? <laughs> you're due for a Big 12 win, at least one. You think? And you have 10 more. You're 0-8. The next five are tough. The final five are tougher. So – I. I mean, this is as winnable of a game as, as you have left. Does this because it's the big twelve? Okay, how about how about this? By a winning Saturday, did it maybe lower the the pressure in the room a little bit for the team? Okay, we can win. We got to win. It's not a big twelve win, but we got to win. As opposed to coming back and playing on Big Monday after a two point loss at woeful LSU. That what would oh, that yeah, feel like? For sure. That that maybe just maybe. Maybe it frees up this team just a little bit, just that's, getting that win. That you would little, hope so, anyways. That's a little bit of made-up pressure versus real-life pressure. Well, yeah. You didn't lose. I know. but And, and I don't know. I, I really don't know inside the locker room if it's pressure because they're not winning Big 12 games or if it's just that they can't win Big 12 games because they're not good enough. Yeah. Either way, by about 10 o'clock tonight, we'll have a pretty good yeah. feel on, on where you are back to work in the Big 12 Texters are on the text line, 806-855-3712. Helmet sticker to Jerry Jones. Just when you think he can't be any dumber, he busts through the ceiling again, this time by giving McCarthy more responsibilities. Congrats, Jerry. Not going over well. Uh, Texter said, I'd heard Dan Mullen's name linked to the Cowboys for the last year and a half as OC. Uh, It doesn't surprise me that he's joined the Cowboys as quarterback coach, says Texter Robert. Not to downplay the role of the quarterback coach, right? But at the NFL level, and you can always you can always get better. Don't get me wrong. Josh Allen is a great example. He is that unicorn who comes out of college. His accuracy is not very good. Uh, his mechanics were not very good. His first year, the uh, completion percentage not good. And it, through through work, through coaching, through mechanics, he did get better. But for the most part, isn't the quarterback coach just a little superfluous? I mean, you've got an offensive coordinator. That, that to me, should be your guy. Right. Direct link, mind in mind, mind meld with a quarterback. How many offensive coordinators are the quarterback's coach? I couldn't even begin to tell you right now. I guess in the NFL, everyone has a quarterback's coach. But they're just running drills, right? 
I'm, I'm assuming, you know, or maybe it's just a, again. Because if you're in seven on seven, the offensive coordinator is directing the quarterback. Yeah. It may, it, maybe it's just as simple as having a guy that the quarterback's comfortable with just talking and hanging out and right. watching some film with and, you know, they speak the same language. I don't know. Well, I'm sure a lot of it is film work. Texter says, uh, helmet sticker to Chris Jones, Kansas City, and Kerry uh, Hyder. Okay. Chris Jones, great finish to that game. There was a play in the fourth quarter where he's walking around and Burrow runs right past him. I'm kind of mad at him. It's like, Chris, all season <laughs> you talked about how you didn't finish the last one and should have got two sacks and didn't finish because you weren't playing good. And now you're not finishing and not playing, and then he got the sack. Yeah. Kind of erased all that. I thought early on uh, the Kansas City defensive front really established uh, this is how the night's going to go for you. Yeah. They finished with five sacks? Uh, Six? Five, because I think five and a half was like the total. I think it ended up on the under. Um, At four in the first quarter. <laughs> but that that was telling because we had talked last week, that offensive line of Cincinnati, you covered up the sins in the snow. That by playing that game in the snow, it's almost impossible for a defensive line to get any sort of push. The offensive line is at a complete advantage. And that message was sent really early by what I thought was a very good move by Kansas City to be hyper-aggressive. Yeah. Go after Burrow. Hit him. Get to him. When Romo, the good, the one good point he made all night was that Spags, if you're playing twice in a year, you think he's going to play in the playoffs, he's not showing you anything in the first matchup. Right. He Smart does that. Dude. He does that in the the AFC all the time. The AFC West. We got you on the text line. Bottom of the hour break. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. You got to use the eight zero six. Or it goes to the uh, angry man in Florida. But at least he's warm today. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Hand out some more helmet stickers. Tell us what you believe to be true to start the week. NFL, tech, basketball. It's all there for you. Try and I at Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Taking you till one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios on ESPN nine sixty San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Rob Bro Show coming your way Monday through Friday one to two right here on Talk one hundred three nine. Question of the day: Will the LSU win equal Big Twelve wins? Does this help Tech turn a uh, mythological corner perhaps uh, during the latter part of January? What do you believe to be true this week? You got to start every week believing in something. And then you hand out your Raiderland helmet stickers. NFL on your mind? We can have much NFL discussions. And, of course, Tech and Iowa State tonight. I'm going to answer a question you had in the break. Oh. Eight, eight quarterbacks have two Super Bowls. Two or more? No, eight oh, have two. Eight have two. Okay. And then there are four quarterbacks with more than two Super okay. Bowls. Yeah, I was thinking the number was 12 multiple Super Bowl winners. If Again, you asked the question in the break. but We can do this later. Yeah. We can do it some other day. But... This is something we actually discussed last night on the Gambling Gouchers. Oh, really? Uh, where's Patrick Mahomes' legacy yeah. You know, if he wins a second Super Bowl? 
just, I mean, is he top five? I have no problem starting the discussion around there and seeing who we win who in and out. Is he is he number one of the two Super Bowl quarterbacks if he wins this year? Five years into the league as yeah. a starter? Six years into the league? I hope we get to have this discussion. Eli Payton, Roethlisberger, Elway, Plunkett, Greasy, Staubach, and uh, Bart Starr have two Super Bowls. Ooh. Bart Starr, different era. Just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Bart Starr, five NFL championships, two in the Super Bowl era. I'm going to take Starr out of the equation. and we'll, Again, we'll discuss this later. Uh, I would say right now, Mahomes, uh, I would rank him ahead of everybody on that list minus Staubach Elway. Out of your two. The and Elway, two. Elway's crazy because all of his success came, or at least Super Bowl success at the came end. at the end. So, Thank you, Terrell Davis. Yeah. Offensive line, Mark Schlereth. So I hope we get to have this discussion. And I think he's a better quarterback than, let's say, Terry Bradshaw, who has four. Yes. But Bradshaw has four. But Bradshaw has four. So, interesting. It's yeah. an interesting conversation. And I think if Mahomes just retired after this year, he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely. If they, if they win the Super Bowl. Even if he didn't win the Super Bowl. Maybe so. Texter on the text line, 806-855-3712. You guys can use the same text line to get in. What record would we need to get an NIT bid if you're guessing? If I'm guessing, you have to be uh, 500 or better overall record to be in the NIT. You have to – well, there's two qualifications. You have to have a 500 better record or be the best team in your conference that's not in the tournament. Yeah. The NCAA tournament. Okay. I think that's the other – so if Tech if Tech ends at uh, eight, and they take seven, Tech would probably get an NIT bid. Yeah, if they qualified. No, I don't. I think that is the qualification. That's what I'm saying. If if they got there, if they had the wins to be over 500 on the year. But I don't think you have to be 500. That's what I'm saying. I still I still think you have to be 500. I think it's I think it's either or. Mm. I think you have to be 500 or the best team, and I think the Big 12 would be the qualification there. Okay, let, let's just say what if. Maybe you win two Big 12 games, right? Do you really want to play in the NIT? Don't you just want it to be over at well, that if point? Well, you, if you win two Big 12 teams, you're not eighth in the conference. Yeah. It's a non-starter for me because I don't want this team to play in the postseason kind of right now. Right. That If it's that bad. I See, now I'm the wrong person to ask, and I'm, this doesn't have anything to do with the texture. I would have a mandate in my program as an athletic director that we don't play in the NIT, that sometimes things need to be over. And if you've had that bad a season that you can't get into the NCAA tournament, I don't care about extenuating circumstances. I don't care about injuries. I don't care about anything. I don't care about playing a couple more games. I want to go out and recruit. I want to go. I want to get my individual drills started, and I'm working for next year. I don't want to mess around with the NIT. Do you? Bottom line for me, 100%. Did you? Do you think that uh, the NIT championship helped Texas? No. No, because it extended Shaka another year and a half. Yeah. I mean, no. no it didn't. So. I'm anti-NIT. Don't I, tell Bob Knight. I've noticed. He, he loves it. He heard me say something bad about the NIT one night. I thought, I, I thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> you know, like a 10-minute lecture on the history of the National Invitational Tournament. Oh, my gosh. Uh, texter, on discussing getting into seats at Dan Law Behind Home Plate, full colon here, punctuation mark, the Tech employees managed the game of allowed fans in that area, but not where the season ticket holder 
could see someone was sitting in their seats as they watched from TV. Crazy, right, that tech does not want to upset the absentee ticket holder. Never heard that. I've never heard that. If that is factual, that is lunacy. Lunacy. Pure, unadulterated lunacy, if that is the actual stated official uh, policy. Pretty funny, though. But it is pretty funny. I wonder if there's like one certain season ticket holder that doesn't. But if, you if know what? you're not there, you're not there. Hey, if you're not there, you're not there. Fine. Let's make sit in the seat, man. Me and my dad. Uh, if you're really a supporter, years, if you're yeah. really a supporter, you would want that. Me and my dad across the years. Uh, there's one gentleman. I somebody probably knows who he is with the mustache. Right. Uh, he was missing for a little bit, and me and my dad started to get worried. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then he shows back up in like a sling. Yeah. He had had uh, some kind of procedure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good. He's okay. Yeah. We're, yeah. We were real worried about him. But he was back. He's there a lot. Oh yeah. Great mustache too. Strong stash game. Yeah. 806-855-3712 for you to text in. Uh, with whether it's uh, Red Raider basketball, whether it's the NFL, uh, we it's it's kind of interesting that it's been nice talking about a win that we haven't really done a whole lot uh, preview on Iowa State. And I think that's okay. You pretty much know what happened the last time there in Ames, and uh, hopefully it will be a little bit different uh, scenario going on tonight. And Man, I hope the weather holds off just a little bit. I'll say that one more time. I hope the weather holds off just a little bit so, uh, so you can get some, uh, hopefully, warm bodies. At least that should be the promo for tonight. Come on in. Free heat for all ticket-paying customers. We've got free heat for you at United Supermarkets Arena. And then, of course, with the uh, helmet stickers, uh, let's see. Did we? Uh, did I officially give one to uh, Kelsey for the jabroni line? Yeah, we uh well, I don't know if it was official. We can yeah. make it official right now. It's official. And the uh the Kansas City mayor who we've had on this program. Yes. Before, uh he had a couple of shots too. I I'm glad he didn't back off on Twitter. No. I mean, but, procl- I mean the whole thing would have been fine. Even the Burrowhead thing would have been fine if he didn't make the paternity test joke that Burrow was Mahomes' dad. Right. Like that was so corny and stupid. It's, that's what happens when politicians get out of their lane. Uh, and I, you know, people do that on Twitter bet, all the time. Bet the barbecue versus too. the chili. Get the yes. bet the barbecue versus the skyline chili. Yeah, do what you. But no, no, don't. No, you're not good. You're and not ta- good at that. And talk trash to the other mayor, not right. the players. Like you're not out there. You're not playing. It was just. It and what's weird? It it almost felt like Cincinnati was trying to talk themselves yes into the idea that they could win there when they've already won there. Yeah, that it seemed to me it was more like the team that hadn't broken through, the team in the rivalry that's over three against somebody and trying to break through. That, that they were trying to talk themselves into it. It made no sense, and they still felt like the underdog, even though they had won the regular season matchup. Is that part of the attitude of their coach? That maybe he breeds some of that. That he is young. That, that he's he insecure. is insecure. Maybe that he knows he shouldn't have that job, and he's in over his head. But. Hey man, I got bailed out by Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and man, Joe Burrow is really good. It's fun to watch. He is so good. Joe, cool man, uh, re- like really good. And if he didn't get sacked, Cincinnati would have won that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it it was painfully obvious, but they did. They sacked him. Huge play. Mahomes winning with defense now. Well, and the the interception. Earlier in the quarter. Hmm. Also huge. I don't think you scored off that either, but... 
I'm just impressed. Kelsey going with the uh, the rock line. Yeah. Been a while since I'd heard that dropped. Uh, know your role and shut your mouth. Of course, Jabroni. you know, on the weekend where I guess WrestleMania going on or, or was that? Yeah. Royal Rumble. Yeah, the Royal Rumble. Pardon me. Our man David Collier was down yeah. there with his son. How about we'll that? We'll talk about that this week. That's right. I forget that he's a, a big wrestling fan. I have not watched a WWE program in maybe a year or two. Like, I, I have not watched much at all. But I did watch the Royal Rumble because it's it's one of my favorites. It was always one of my uh, uh, youngest nephew's favorites. He's kind of getting out of wrestling now. But yeah. he was a huge wrestling fan. That's why I got back into it for a while. But... The Rumble is always one of my favorites. The the pops, the the storylines, it's all great. I got no no questions I can ask you intelligently on this, other than oh, I, I knew it was taking need, place. No, we and, don't need to, I'm not trying to talk about it. I just it's so always you, one of my. Do favorites. you have a favorite guy right now? Uh, no, I, yeah. I just said I hadn't watched it in two years. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I don't know, but you could not watch it and still have like a favorite or something. No, sort of like uh, you know, I don't have a current. I don't know any of the storylines right now. It's I like, was kind of lost going in. It's like baseball. You don't have to watch baseball, but you can still like some baseball players. I mean, Ric Flair, but he doesn't wrestle anymore. I mean, no. He was always my favorite. I don't think I could name five active people right now. I mean, I could do that, but eh. I, I'm not. I don't have a. I'm not trying to. And I'm not anti. I'm anything. not anti or anything. It's just not my you, thing. Are, well, I will say this: Are you familiar with who Logan Paul is? I have heard the name. YouTube okay. star, <laughs> controversial. Yeah. Um, one of his biggest controversies, you know the 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 forest in Japan. Oh, there's there's one over there well, too. But you know what I'm talking about? I the, no, I don't. The killing fields. Okay. Where it's it's there's lore there. Anyways, okay. we don't have to get into it. Uh, big controversy there. Just trust me on that. I am going down the road. So he kind of grows up a YouTube star, Vine star, YouTube star, and then he turns into like this super athlete. He was a wrestler in high school, so WWE starts inviting him to stuff. Turns out he's incredibly gifted as a wrestler, and he's already got the promo, and and he speaks intelligently. Um, And then all of a sudden, he's in the Royal Rumble and jumps from one rope. The other guy's jumping from the other rope across the the ring and meet in midair. It's one of the most spectacular highlights I've ever seen. But it's just some YouTube star that's now a WWE wrestler. A good guy or a bad guy? From here, guy? it's possible. Well, he's, he's a bad guy, probably. He's a bad guy. Okay. But he didn't, he's not there enough to have a character. Huh. That's a shame. But people hate him. Well, that's good. Yeah. you got to hate somebody. Well, people just hate him in life. That's like his whole thing. Oh. Well, he's a YouTube star. I may have to like him then. 806-855-3712. We're doing up our final time out of the day. Still plenty of time to get in on the text line. It's a little bit of Raiderland helmet sticker action. Who deserves some recognition in your world? Tell us what you believe to be true to start the week. If you want to just give us some Tech Iowa State predictions in the final segment, we're not opposed to that whatsoever. So if it's on your mind, you got time. 806-855-3712. We'll finish up the day strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Final segment of the day, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios, ESPN 960 San Angelo, and in Lubbock, Talk 103.9 FM News Money. 
Sports. Got you till 1 o'clock, then it's the Rob Bro Show here on Talk 103.9. little overreaction Monday looming for you. Question of the day, will, L- will the LSU win translate into Big 12 wins for Tech basketball? If so, why? What do you believe to be true to start the week? And then uh, hand out those Raiderland helmet stickers to anyone and everyone. Uh, you can give us some uh, predictions on Tech Iowa State in these final few moments, see if anybody gets close and... Much NFL that we have discussed, talked about, and otherwise broken down, and we'll continue to do so as we engage freely and openly in Super Bowl hype for the coming two weeks. 806-855-3712. Texter on the text line, uh, Hyatt's thoughts on the NIT are like Saban when he isn't playing for a natty. Why should he have to play in a lower-tier bowl like the USF and G Sugar Bowl? I will take that as the compliment it was intended to be. And I'll double down and say, you know what? I would be happy to see college football get rid of about 75% of the bowl games, including the one Tech just played in and won. Be I, fine with that. I'm not quite there with you on that. I, I Maybe 25% of the bowls can go. If there were 30 instead of 40, I would be happy. Yeah. But I, I think Texas Tech was on the cusp of... I think the Texas Bowl is a good line of demarcation. We don't have the poster up anymore, but... Like the 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 Cheez It Bowl, the Texas Bowl, I still think those are valuable. But the Las Vegas Bowl or the Arizona Bowl, those are useless. The yeah. ba- the Bahamas Bowl, the Hawaii Bowl, those are all useless. The Armed Forces Bowl, sorry to the troops. It's the only sport where we have this archaic and anachronistic theory of a reward. And it's a participation trophy now. It's a reward. Yeah. Let's reward the players and the coaches. They played hard, and and they had a season, and they well, they won some games, and they lost. It's a reward to enjoy. You don't get that in basketball. You don't get that in baseball. There is no funsy. Hey, let's go play a a, a, a three game series for fun with San Diego State at Petco Park. Do you know what a legitimate? I look at it with disdain and disgust. Do you know what a legitimate bonus would be for the players? Cash, straight cash, homie. If you finish six or six or above, you get. $5,000 per player. No six and six. Make it uh, seven and five minimum and make it twenty five grand a player. Well, then we're talking. just wanting the bowl, I'm just saying. Yeah. The six and six is the – everyone at six and six gets a bowl. Yeah, we got to get rid of those things, though. I'm, uh, I'm all in favor of that at this time. Uh, let's see. We – and I don't, I don't know how much more – are you going to get into the Cowboys much more in, in yeah. the Rob Bro show? Because I don't want to steal too much of that. Hey, you don't steal. Just, I know. We can we're have just, this conversation. Okay, we just, I can so have my own set the table. Yeah. Just setting the table here. Uh, was going back, let's see, the play calling for the Cowboys over the last decade or so. Was Callahan just one year? Garrett's last year play calling was in 12, I think. Ca- and then Callahan, Callahan for 13 and then Lenahan in 14 through 18. Does it say Callahan? Because Callahan and Linehan were there at the same time. That's, and that's where I get confused on the passing game coordinator versus Was the, Callahan you know, the offensive coordinator? I think technically. I was just in my mind going through the evolution I don't think of Call- offense within the last decade for Jerry Jones Cowboys. I don't remember Callahan ever being the, the primary play caller. And he may not have been. He was involved yeah. as the offensive line coach and was a big piece. Um, but as soon as Linehan got there, I he was the he was the play caller. Yeah. Now the offense got worse after Callahan left. 
might not be necessarily just the play calling that was going on there, but some attrition and a little talent dipped down at that point. No, uh, I think Callahan was just yeah, that good. Maybe so. Maybe so. I just it fascinates me that Jerry Jones now it doesn't I mean, more needed to go. Yes. But that in twenty twenty three Jerry Jones is thinking, I've got a head coach who has struggled with game clock management with in-game decision-making, and I'm going to have him do more. Jerry did not make this move. Yeah, You're falling into the trap, Okay, Ryan. well, who did? Mike McCarthy. Well, who let him? Mike McCarthy let him. Mike McCarthy made this move. Jerry said, hey, what do you want to do, Mike? And Mike said, I'm going to make staff changes because we need to shake something up. Or Jerry said, hey, I'm going to fire you if you don't make moves, and Mike went and made the moves. I lean more towards that scenario. All right, fine, but that's every owner and every GM. Yeah. Like that's not special to the Cowboys. No, but it just amazes me that they think that that's going to fix things. Both will suffer. McCarthy will not be as good as Moore, and now he won't be as adept and adroit. <laughs> I use that word for him as a game manager. I'm I'm waiting to see who they name as offensive coordinator. Um. If it's some old lackey from Green Bay, if it's one of his buddies, like it's it's going to go downhill quickly. If they go get some young guy that is just going to be a figurehead, but at least can input something, I mean, maybe that you helps. Have, you but. have talked about you know money whipping a head coach, money whipping uh, Sean McVay. You do the same thing with a coordinator. But who are you going to get to come money whipped if they're not play callers? I know. Like at least go get a quarterback. But that's coach. what I'm saying that you could have gotten another offense, a legit offense coordinator, and given the reins. Right. And I'm not going to spend too much energy complaining on Mike McCarthy being the play caller until they hire an offensive coordinator. Then I'll then I'll complain, you know, profusely. Yeah. I'm just trying to beat the line. Just want to beat the. Oh, rush. there's already a line. <laughs> fun show today you guys are really good everybody be safe out there on the roads today tonight tomorrow big two-word tuesday show we'll recap tech and iowa state we're always talking some food and a lot of super bowl hype so get ready for that i'll be with you guys around 6 30 ish tonight on the daily broadcast follow me on twitter at ryan hyatt media and the website theraderland.com rob bro shows coming up next get your overreactions ready for rob i'm ryan we'll see you tuesday in radio Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.